1: Yes, yes. Special Prosecutor Larry Klayman I'm the only lawyer Ever to obtain A court ruling That a president Of the United States Committed a crime For truth For competition As a young lawyer I helped break up AT&T That's why you have All your cell phones today For sovereignty For the republic I'm the guy Who at Judicial Watch Which I founded Uncovered the Chinagate scandal Millions of dollars Going to the Clinton campaign Corrupting our political system For the privacy Of citizens And I'm the only guy who have enjoined The National Security Agency From mass On hundreds of millions of Americans. Tearing it up. I'm the son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice. Bringing it back. We're gonna take this country apart and put it back together again in the way envisioned by our founding fathers. It's not just talk. We're not just regurgitating news stories. Larry Klayman, Special Prosecutor, is making the news. And now, here's Larry. Welcome to this week's edition of Special Prosecutor with Larry Klayman. I have a very special guest. Bob Barr. He was an impeachment manager, a congressman from Georgia during the Clinton administration. We worked together in impeaching Bill Clinton. He submitted the articles of impeachment. A few others and I from Council for National Policy and and other conservative organizations uh, worked with him to do that. Of course, the Clintons were never held accountable for anything in terms of criminal indictments. But now, of course, we have Donald Trump. So I thought it'd be good to get Bob on the show because he has a history. He's a former U.S. attorney from Northern District of Georgia. He was an honest U.S. attorney, an honest prosecutor, unlike this clown, Alvin Bragg, and others around this country. He's dealt with federal judges over the years in particular. He can appreciate the corruption on the federal bench. So we're going to talk about those things in the second and third segments of this show. But now let's talk about the indictment of Trump and This is something which obviously was coming. It's probably only the first of two, three, or even four indictments of Trump. Now he was indicted, at least from what we know, for taking alleged hush money or giving alleged hush money to Stormy Daniels, uh, a porn star, if you want to call her a star, I think probably third rate. Uh, In fact, Trump calls her horseface, so she's not exactly uh, prime in terms of, of her appearance, according to Trump. So anyway, that's neither here nor there, trying to inject a little humor. But this is the the case here. Now, they've got a potential prosecution uh, against Trump in Georgia for election tampering there. Another one in the District of Columbia in the most leftist, most corrupt place in this country for January 6th. Charges of likely sedition, treason in effect, and also charges that will probably involve the documents at mar-a-lago that were taken and i would say perhaps even another one for alleged tax fraud and tax evasion so you could wind up with three four or five indictments and the democrats are ruthless they're clearly going to go all out uh, they feel that they need to take trump out they've got a brain dead president someone who is a criminal he's someone who should have been indicted by the government instead he was indicted by freedom watch in our citizens grand juries and also tried And in the next few weeks you're going to see a judgment come out of the citizen's judge and we're confident that we'll get a conviction we'll sentence him and we'll also seek to force uh military or the police to carry that out uh, because they're going to have to carry it out it's the will of the people but this is what is at issue and in my view although trump's popularity is rising right now and it likely um, will go even higher The fact is is that all of these indictments will in all likelihood tie him down and prevent him from even being the republican nominee for the 2024 elections but even if he gets through the 2024 primary process you've got an electorate in this country an election system election system which is highly corrupt the democrats have known how to work it Uh, and you also have a situation where the powers-to-be will not allow Trump basically to win. I mean, they'll do whatever they can to make sure he loses, and he'll be tied up in all these criminal prosecutions. And they have to do that because Joe Biden is a brain-dead criminal. And they're going to hold him out, assuming he survives. Of course, I think he'll probably die before then, given his health. He barely can move anymore. He certainly can't speak, and he certainly can't think clearly, never could, never that bright in the first place I like i mentioned on a prior show i i checked out his iq on the internet one day comes out slightly higher than retarded uh, i'm not kidding you i mean basically retarded and consequently that's why they're so fearful of trump they have to destroy him so he can't come back this is the real risk but it also tells you something about what's going on today in our legal system our legal system is totally corrupt top to bottom um, anybody who's paying any attention now can determine that can ascertain that uh, it's not just the judges in the District of Columbia and the federal court and on the appellate court which is the most corrupt two courts in this country when they're dealing with January 6 peaceful protesters putting them away without bail making them do time making them have coarse confessions to get lesser time but it extends to everyone and in this case you're seeing it with regard to President Trump now it just so happens that not coincidentally this indictment this criminal trial in new york by alvin bragg the prosecutor was assigned to the same judge who presided over the trial that convicted the trump organization for tax fraud and tax eviction and and this is you know obviously the way it works you got to wonder how this guy became a judge now perhaps it was assigned to him as a related case perhaps we don't know what's in the indictment yet but maybe there are tax fraud charges in there as well in a criminal context the prior case uh, perhaps could have been claimed to be related but i doubt it i think this was wired and consequently this is our legal system it's corrupt to the core the american people can't believe anything but we at freedom watch and tune in next thursday are going to be seeking the indictment of this prosecutor alman bragg for violating his oath of office and committing other criminal acts with regard to the manipulation of the legal system. We're going to fight back. We, the American people, have the right to take matters, as I've said over and over and over again, into our own peaceful and legal hands. We have the right to indict. We have the right to try. We have the right to seek a conviction. We have a right to seek a sentence and to carry it out. And watch what happens, because in the next few weeks, we're going to be issuing through our citizens judge, a decision on the allegations under an indictment and a trial that Joe Biden accepted bribes from communist China, Ukraine, and Russia, and also committed negligent homicide in Afghanistan. Also an indictment, and we've been trying, Dr. Fauci, Anthony Fauci, who I call Dr. Mengele. You ever notice he looks like the devil? He looks like the devil Uh, for his negligent homicide. his giving the seeds of COVID-19 to the communist chinese wuhan lab has now killed over seven million people worldwide more than adolf hitler killed in his holocaust in world war ii he needs to be held accountable we've got federal judges that need to be held accountable for violating their oath of office this, they're the worst of all because they're not the, they're the ones that are supposed to protect us from the tyranny of the other two branches of government but they've become the yes men and yes women of the establishments that put them on the federal bench Now, now not all federal judges are bad, but I'll tell you something. Most are, because how do they get to be on the bench? As I wrote in my book, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America, which you can get at freedomwatchusa.org. They got there through political campaign contributions generally, otherwise known as bribes. They are the yes-men and yes-women of the establishments that frequently bundle money from large law firms, large corporations, and labor unions, and other special interests to get their people on the bench. And what's most important about the Trump indictment, maybe it'll help wake up the American people, is that now it's in stark relief as to how corrupt our legal system is. We are in a revolutionary mode. I maintain that we have to carry it out peacefully and legally, but others may not feel that way. I frankly think uh, that there is going to be. A potential bloodbath on the horizon and i don't want to see that and we're trying to head it off by using peaceful and legal means but there'll be others out there who've said we've had enough we can't take it anymore and january sixth, which wasn't an insurrection will look like a simple warm-up act compared to what is likely to occur if justice is not done in new york city and it's not likely to be done in new york city because new york city is corrupt. Remember the movie Escape from New York? I mean, people are escaping from New York. It is run by a bunch of leftist, dishonest criminals at the state and local level. New York, it's much like California in that regard, and President Trump has no chance in front of this judge with a leftist hanging jury um, making a decision as to whether or not he committed crimes with regard to Stormy Daniels. And another one that he allegedly paid off to keep quiet so this is where we are ladies and gentlemen as i say we have no legal system go to freedomwatchusa.org join freedom watch we are your justice department you have no justice department we are meeting out justice ourselves peacefully and legally we are serious about it when we make a commitment we carry through with our commitment we need your help tax deductible contributions freedomwatchusa.org and get my book because, you know, I give a roadmap as to how we can save this country, not just by talking. i mean, not, you know, I think Mark Levin's good. I think, you know, he he articulates himself very well, but he has no solutions. His solution is to articulate himself, pound his chest, and make more money on radio. That's not what it's about. It's about saving this country. It's about sticking your neck out. It's about taking calculated risks. It's about doing what our founding fathers did at all costs. Give me liberty or give me death, said Patrick Henry. And if you care about your kids or grandkids and future generations, then you have to risk everything as our founding fathers did. As I've also said many times, Jefferson and Washington would have been millionaires even with inflation. In today's world, they risked it all because they understood that someday we would arrive to the point that we are today. And if they had been alive, at the time of January 6th, they would have been the first in the Capitol. If they were alive today and saw so what just happened to President Trump, they would have declared war. Believe me, they would have done it. And you, the American people, need to wake up. So get my book, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America, read how I have proposed and look forward to your views too, on how we can save the country. I'll be right back with Bob Barr, former Congressman, former US Attorney, former impeachment manager during the Clinton years. Stay tuned. Fearless. This claimant is crazy, he's racist, he's out to kill the Democrats. Dangerous. He's on here, he uses the court and the law. Lethal. This is bad. Special prosecutor. Very bad. Larry Clayman.
0: If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to FreedomWatchUSA.org.
1: I'm back with my very good friend, a colleague, former congressman from Georgia. He was the one that actually introduced the first impeachment resolutions against Bill Clinton, maybe the only ones for that matter. that, And it did go through. He was impeached and he was tried in the U.S. Senate. Of course, the Senate didn't have the guts to do what needed to be done and convict. Bob was also a former U.S. attorney from the Northern District of Georgia. I'm talking about Bob Barr. Don't mistake him with Bill Barr. This is a great person, Bob Barr. Bill uh, kind of sold out, as we see, during the Trump administration. But I brought him on today because I respect his views on things, obviously. And we've worked together on many issues in the past. And I wanted to get your take, Bob, on what went on in the last day or so with Donald Trump, with his indictment by Alvin Bragg in New York City. I'll give you my thoughts as well, but let me hear yours first and where you think this whole thing's headed. We have six minutes here and we've got 14 minutes after a break.
0: Let her rip. Thank you, Larry. It's always great to be with you, uh, with a fellow traveler, somebody who understands the law, understands uh, the history of this country, understands politics, and probably like me is just uh, flabbergasted at the the weird goings on uh, in our country uh, these days. Uh, you know, being a former U.S. attorney, having at least a passing understanding of how prosecutions work and how they should work, uh, I am very surprised uh, based on what I know so far. Now, granted, neither of us have seen the indictment and uh, there may be something in that indictment that is a real bombshell uh, that changes, uh, you know, everything. But to me, this is uh, this is a case that is going to be a, a very difficult one for the prosecutor in New York to win. And I say that knowing that, uh, as you do also, that uh, juries uh, can render decisions uh, that one would never think they would do. So there's always that, that risk. But I think uh, even if there is, in fact, a legitimate technical violation of the New York fraud laws, or however they they couch the uh, the actual charges in the indictment, it doesn't mean that it's a case that should have been brought or that should be brought. It seems to be a stretch, uh, but again... Who knows? Uh, I'll I'll be very interested to read the indictment, as I know you will, on Tuesday when it probably will be will be released. But this is a this is a strange case. But here's
1: one of the things, Bob. We talked about this before the show as well. This case was assigned to a judge that handled a previous criminal case against the uh, Trump organization. And there was a conviction. Trump is now out there, you know, on Truth Social, which is his equivalent of Twitter, blasting the judge saying he can't get a fair trial. That's probably likely. And a New York jury is likely to be a hanging jury as far as Trump is concerned. So in my mind, no matter how strong the case, and I believe the president does have a strong case, I still consider him to be the president. uh, It's going to be very difficult to prevail in New York, even at the appellate court level. And there has been, in effect an inquisition they talk about an insurrection on January 6th first of all there was no insurrection in my opinion uh, it was mostly peaceful protesters and the people had a right to rise up I think it was a patriotic act not just because of a fraudulent election but because of how corrupt they had seen the government had become in the last several decades and you certainly witness it yourself inside of the House of Representatives but to me, it's it's going to be difficult to win, and then layer that with the likelihood because this Department of Justice, you know, has beaten, been behaving more like a Gestapo than our Department of Justice. Our, our we're both from the Department of Justice. You, a U.S. attorney, me, a trial attorney in the antitrust division that helped break up AT and T many years ago. But the way they're going to handle these other two potential prosecutions, Trump for alleged tax evasion and fraud, which is something they are looking at. And of course, January 6th, whether there's sedition, and then layer that on top of another investigation, which involves uh, the documents which wound up at Mar-a-Lago. The question I have for you, do you think, and we can carry it on to the next segment, we've got a minute, minute here, 30 seconds, I'll just pose the question right now. Do you think that Trump can survive three or four prosecutions? And in my mind, you can be guaranteed that he's going to have at least two more, one on January 6th and one on the, the uh, document issue. We'll be right back. In the meantime, go to freedomwatchusa.org, get my book, It Takes a kind of Revolution, Wake Up America, so I talk about how we can clean this mess up. Be right back. that make corrupt politicians make
0: wee-wee in their little pants. Transparency and the rule of law will be the touchstones of this president. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Special Prosecutor
1: Larry Klayman.
0: Be the one who makes our country great again. Go to freedomwatchusa.org and donate.
1: I'm back with Bob Barr, great patriot, someone who was the only one in Congress when I ran Judicial Watch, who I could trust. I mean, there was nobody else and never has been since, as a matter of fact. I've tried to work with them. To me, they're mostly a bunch of hot air, dog and pony show. You know, even the Republicans today, they hold hearings, but they have no power to do anything. And that's leading the American people astray, thinking there will be justice coming out of the Congress. but. In my view, it won't. But I want to get back to the question I posed before the break, Bob. Do you think Trump is likely to be indicted on issues of January 6th and also the documents that wound up at Mar-a-Lago? And I also believe there's an investigation going on in all likelihood with regard to tax fraud. Of course, that may be incorporated into this New York prosecution, and it may be one reason why Trump has the same judge that sat on a trial that found his organization guilty of tax fraud. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that.
0: I guess uh, at, at the bottom line is, what does one mean by, you know, what is the meaning of prevail? You know, what is the meaning of is is uh, what does it mean to prevail? I don't see Trump being the person that he is backing down from anything. I suspect that uh, if he is uh, indicted by the uh, by the Department of Justice, for the uh, uh, Mar-a-Lago documents and perhaps uh, obstructing justice uh, down there in some way, or on January 6th, which to me is a a real stretch, uh, or uh, indicted by a Fulton County grand jury that is looking at the uh, so-called shenanigans uh, in the immediate aftermath of the uh, 2020 election, regardless of whether he is indicted once more or twice more or three times more somehow, uh, he will continue to uh, put himself forward politically. Whether or not uh, facing one more or two more indictments will prevent him from obtaining the Republican nomination, that is the real question. And I really don't think as crazy as our political uh, goings-on, our political system has become, Larry, I just cannot see a Republican candidate prevailing in the primary for the 2024 election with uh, active indictments pending against him.
1: I would tend to agree. I think he could survive this one, but I don't think he can survive two or three. And I'm glad you mentioned what's going on in Georgia. That's another one. Okay, so you could have four as a matter of fact. And again, that doesn't mean that President Trump did anything wrong. I don't believe that he did, but it doesn't matter to the Democrats. They'll do what they have to do because they've got a brain dead criminal of a president in office who's barely alive he may not even make it to 2024 i'm talking about joe biden someone who took bribes clearly wandered through hunter his son from communist china russia ukraine someone who has committed negligent homicide i believe in afghanistan we're actually trying him for that at freedom watch there'll be a decision in the next few weeks we gave an opportunity to defend himself he didn't and that's the real question but let's say he does survive a primary in terms of reaction say a backlash do you think he could win a general election against biden or who i think is more likely to be the nominee god forbid well he's not as bad as biden because they're both bad both of them for different reasons and i'm talking about gavin newsom i believe that gavin newsom Uh, regrettably will be the next president of the united states given you know how ignorant not our supporters not yours bob you run an organization called liberty guard i run freedom watch Uh, given how frankly uneducated uh, the american people are and how out of touch they are they vote for people on the basis of appearance and you know gavin newsom you know can appeal to both men and women he's probably bisexual so he can he can go both ways and uh but he also happens to be an attractive-looking guy. You know, he has a Kennedy-esque type thing. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that, too. I, I don't think he can survive. I don't think he can he can win. I just don't think so.
0: No, I I, I agree. Uh, you know, the vast majority of voters, they don't understand uh, the not just the intricacies, but the basics of how our legal system works and is supposed to work. And they are unable or unwilling to you know, see miscarriages of justice and abuses of our judicial system when they occur. So it will be relatively easy to sort of gloss over these abuses in our legal system uh, and leave the American people with the impression that, uh, oh, we can't have somebody uh, in the White House uh, who has done these horrible things. So I think it will, uh, uh, if in fact Trump is the nominee, uh, which we just both agreed that uh, we don't think he will be, uh, certainly if there's uh, at least one more indictment that comes out against him. I don't think that he would uh, prevail in the general election. Uh, you just made, made my weekend uh, far worse than I was planning by telling me that you think Gavin Newsom uh, will be uh, the Democrat nominee and could then win. Uh, my lord, I'd I, I thought we had at least uh, another five years to uh, make sure that doesn't happen. But uh, uh, now you've really got me worried.
1: Yeah, no, it's scary. What's the alternative here? You've got Joe Biden, who's brain dead, incompetent, a criminal. Who's? Who? Ba- I don't think he'll survive to 2024. I think he's going to probably pass away before then. And then I think someone like Gavin Newsom comes in. Uh, They'll have to have an African-American woman. you got to have one these days, you know, in the Democrat Party. So then Michelle Obama becomes the vice president. And if she doesn't want to hang around, she can quit. They can put someone else in there. Then we're stuck with with this. And Newsom is is unbelievable. This is a guy who is touting uh, reparations of three hundred and eighty some thousand for all African-Americans in California. Five million dollars a pop in San Francisco, who is a socialist, very close to a communist. He's destroyed the state of California in many respects, and he's about ready to destroy the country. But yet he's an attractive guy. You know, he has a panache about him. He's not hateable uh, when you see him. And to me, that that's a frightening prospect. But I'm I'm virtually certain that neither Trump nor Biden will, will be the nominees. I just don't see it.
0: Well, I, I do hope that something happens uh, between now and when the Republicans uh, wind up choosing their nominee for 2024. Uh, that will uh, give us a, a strong, younger, more intelligent, vibrant candidate. I mean, there are several out there, and we don't need to get into all of that today, maybe in another conversation. But if I could go Go back to your initial question about the uh, New York uh, indictment. We're going through, we, the NRA, as you know, I serve on the NRA board and I'll be at the NRA convention in just a couple of weeks. We have been fighting uh, the New York attorney general for going on three years now, who very similar to what Alvin Bragg has done. She ran in 2018 to serve as the attorney general of the state of New York on the platform that if elected, she would destroy the NRA. And by golly, once she got elected, she has been using the power of her office to try and do just that. We have been fighting her in court civilly uh, for going on three years now. Okay, so uh, this fellow, Alvin Bragg, ran on the platform of destroying Donald Trump if he is elected or were elected uh, as um, prosecutor, as district attorney in New York. And by golly, he's now trying to do that. I don't know what it is, Larry, about New York, but uh, this is this sends a terrible message and sets precedent for other prosecutors, uh, whether it's a state level or a local level. Uh, to run on a platform of destroying a political enemy uh, and then using the power of that office to do it. And the courts, uh, at least thus far, are allowing this, uh, this these travesties to proceed. That's right. And if
1: you want to see the worst court in this country, worst is not a strong enough adjective. Go to the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia, where you and I have both practiced, to the D.C. Circuit, which is the appellate court that sits above it. There's not one judge on that court that has any shred of integrity. And you can see what's happening with the January 6th defendants. And just recently, I mean, a judge that I used to have a lot of respect for, Judge Royce Lambert, has put a number of January 6th peaceful protesters away with long prison terms, notably the QAnon shaman, who it was revealed recently. Of course, I knew this way back when, I've got two class actions for the January 6th defendants, was peaceful. These judges are allowing this to happen. They are rubber stamping what the establishments of both political parties want, most particularly the leftist establishment. And and I believe that they view Trump as a threat to themselves. And we might remember, Bob, that, you know, right after the 2020 elections, it was Trump's own Supreme Court justices who he, he brags about to this day, who wouldn't even give him a hearing from what I consider to be a very well brought case by the Attorney General of Texas challenging uh, what went on in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia in terms of how it diluted the vote with the alleged fraud in Texas. So this is where we are right now. I don't think we have a legal system, Bob. I don't think it exists anymore. Maybe it does for, for Jane Doe and John Doe. But when you're at this level, it is clearly skewed in favor of the left and in favor of the establishment generally.
0: It, it is, and uh, you know, it's, uh, what amazes me, uh, in addition to the state of uh, of our judicial system, is really how quickly it's changed. Larry, uh, I had the honor of serving uh, as President Reagan's appointed U.S. attorney in uh, in Atlanta for four years in the late '80s and early '90s back in those times, I mean, you would never even dream that uh, the Department of Justice would be used uh, as such a political uh, partisan hammer as it is now, or that local prosecutors uh, would allow themselves or their staff to be used in this way. And yet nowadays, it's happening. And it, the problem, the abuse just seems not to be resonating with uh a majority of the american people this does not uh, portend well for the future of our legal system larry
1: well we have to educate them bob and it's a big task and it needs to be done quickly you know there is a book and there was a movie about what's going on with alvin bragg it was called bonfire of the vanities i don't remember that in the movie that the, too. The, the lead uh, person was played by tom hanks as a matter of fact and it was about how These prosecutors are a bunch of political hacks and you weren't you were one of the few frankly who who wasn't but how do you get to be you know prosecutor either you know through elections with soros's money these days george soros or you're appointed okay by uh, the president also based upon campaign contributions to a large extent now occasionally someone like you sneaks through but by and large they are political animals and and look in reverse. Look at all the crimes that were committed by Hillary Clinton. I mean, you know about that, or Bill Clinton. You were right on the ground floor. Whatever happened to them?
0: Oh, they you know, uh, they became multimillionaires, Larry. That's what happened to them. Uh, yeah, they're uh, laughing all the way to the bank. It's, it's awful, Bonnie
1: and Clyde le- leaving the yeah. scene of the crime laughing. You know, it didn't start with Trump. It just has gotten so much worse over the last twenty some years and uh, it really makes me sad because i know that i like you i believe in the integrity of the legal system and then you've got bar associations that have also been weaponized against trump lawyers in new york and the district of columbia
0: yeah this uh the, this soros money uh which is finding its way into uh local prosecutors uh races is causing uh very long-term damage to our to our legal system because Soros realized several years ago that perhaps the best impact that he can have in his evil way on the American culture and our society generally is not so much by putting a bunch of money into national races or even senatorial races or congressional races. He does that, certainly. But he realized what few uh, Republican donors still don't seem to realize, and that is support for your local prosecutors and judges
1: we uh, you're out of time i urge people to go to liberty guard and contribute to bob's organization and uh, we'll have you back good friend and, and thank you for coming on and sharing your thoughts today god bless you thank you larry Was a trial lawyer, he sliced him and diced him. People used to ask me, Larry, what caused you to start Judicial Watch and now Freedom Watch, given the powerful forces in this country that put you at risk? In a meat packing plant. I'm the son of meat packers in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know how to slice and dice. A very special prosecutor,
0: Larry Klayman. If you'd like to support Freedom Watch and this radio show, go to freedomwatchusa.org. The verdict,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Patriots, people of faith, those who believe in the vision and creation of our founding fathers. We reached a point this week similar to Lexington and Concord in the days, months, and years leading up to our revolution in 1776. Shots were fired by a district attorney in New York City by indicting Alvin Bragg, by his name is Alvin Bragg, indicting Donald Trump. That is the equivalent of a declaration of war against the American people. I, for one, advocate peaceful means. But yes, we are now in a revolution. I advocate holding these people accountable through citizens' grand juries, citizens' trials, sentencing them once convicted, having the police and the military carry it out, and if necessary, citizens' arrests, which we have a right to do in 48 states. We cannot turn the other cheek. Jesus didn't turn the other cheek, believe me the Romans, and the high priests perished. We make, must make sure that legally and peacefully, nonviolently, these people who have so taken hold of our legal system, which has become so corrupt, must perish from that legal system in terms of their being part of it. Not to harm them, but basically to have them convicted and put them away where the sun don't shine. These people are evil. Uh, the devil is evil. But the devil is also very smart and they are smart. They're taking advantage of the fact that the American people are asleep at the switch, not our supporters, not the supporters of Bob Barr with his Liberty Guard. But most Americans think that all things will get better in time. that it's just like a, a wound that will heal. It is not a temporal wound, a short term wound. It is a fatal wound. This government is dead this government is over i'm tired of the left and its lawlessness and i'm tired of the republican party that just holds dog and pony show hearings on capitol hill but never really does anything and make no mistake about it many of the republicans who claim to support donald trump at this time could care less about donald trump they just want to see if they can keep his supporters when they run for president or they need them for another reason, for fundraising, for their activities. They will stab him in the back in the end. And that goes right to Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who you might remember after the 2020 elections, advocated, and it's in black and white in emails, that Trump should either be impeached or removed under the 25th Amendment for psychological reasons. The establishment will not tolerate someone like Trump. But Trump also, regrettably, always defaults back to the establishment. It's time that he learns his lesson. He's on his own right now. We, the American people, will support him, those who are awake and not asleep at the switch. But the fact is, is that he now has to see reality, too. Trump is going to be indicted not just for alleged hush money payments, not just for tax issues. He will be indicted for January 6th. He'll be indicted in Georgia for the election issues there and he'll probably be indicted again on tax matters this will prevent him from running for president again we the american people are on our own we cannot rock back and say okay i'll wait for trump to return trump is not the messiah he's not our savior we are and the father and son are our saviors it is time for us to rise up It is time for us to realize that we need to do it for ourselves. They declared revolution on us just this week. And we must peacefully and legally fight back. And if they seek to harm us, we have our Second Amendment rights. But we must do so now before it is too late, because now anyone who believes in the vision and creation of our founding fathers can see that this country is all but dead. We need to create a new country Uh, not a new nation, but a new country with a new government. And we need to have people who are honest leaders, and we need to carry out and meet out justice ourselves. So go to freedomwatchusa.org, contribute to our cause, join our Justice League, give us tax-deductible contributions. We need to get bigger. And please join us in the fight to save our nation before it's too late. You can see this week with stark reality, what lies ahead for your children grandchildren and future generations thank you for listening to me as i always say the father and son will only help us if we help ourselves i'll be back next week with another edition of special prosecutor with larry Clayman.